is the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to another weekly installment of the Celebrity Afterlife Report, the only show on the internet that gives you the up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. I'm the celebrity medium back from a break to celebrate the American holiday of Thanksgiving. The last two weeks have seen several new arrivals to the next world, and we have stories about them to tell you. I think you'll be entertained by what's going on with them, as well as with some people we've been following for some time. Okay, let's do this thing. The biggest name to arrive in the afterlife since I last spoke to you is Cuban President Fidel Castro. Castro ruled the island nation from the 1950s until he turned the job over to his brother Raul a few years ago due to bad health. As I'm sure you know, Fidel was a devout communist who, while considered a brutal dictator by many, also brought literacy and medical care to his impoverished nation. When El Presidente arrived, he looked, as everyone in the next world does, as he did at his adult best. He was dressed, as he appeared in many photos over the years, in army fatigues and cap, smoking a cigar. There was a large crowd present at the arrival center to greet him, and I'm told that reactions seemed to be about equally split between jeering and applause as he stepped onto the platform. My sources tell me that after Castro made a short speech in Spanish praising the workers' revolution, he stepped off the raised platform and was surprised to be greeted by none other than his old nemesis, former American President John F. Kennedy. The two men, of course, hadn't had any contact at all since Kennedy died back in 1963. I'm told that Fidel seemed unsure how to react to Kennedy putting his arm around him until JFK said, Como esta el presidente? Now that seemed to put Castro at ease, and the two men had a long, lively conversation through a translator. The source tells me that Fidel seemed distracted at times by Kennedy's companion, movie star Marilyn Monroe. As regular listeners know, the two have been dating for some time now. Word is that although Castro and Kennedy actually seemed to be hitting it off, strangely. The former Cuban leader had his eye on Monroe throughout the chat. Marilyn was caught smiling at him several times, although whether it was due to simple politeness or something else, we do not as yet know. I have a feeling this won't be the last we hear about this story, so I'll file it under developing. Other famous names to arrive in the afterlife in recent days are Florence Henderson and Ron Glass. You are probably aware that Florence starred on The Brady Bunch as the mother of the titular extended family, and that Glass was a mainstay of the long-running Barney Miller show on which he played Detective Ron Harris. The two arrived in the afterlife within moments of each other. One of my sources approached the pair of sitcom veterans to interview them for a Next World newspaper. Before he could even get his first question in, he was interrupted by Robert Reed, the actor who played Mr. Brady on Florence's show. 
the source waited patiently until Reed was very active these days on the dinner theater circuit, was done reading Henderson, and then the source started to ask questions of her. When he turned to Glass to do the same with him, there was another interruption, this time from Abe Vigoda. Except it wasn't actually Abe Vigoda, the actor who had co-starred on Bonnie Miller with Juan Glass. It was the man who longtime listeners will remember as the guy who traveled the afterlife for years, impersonating Vigoda. He continued the identity theft even after the real Abe arrived in the next world and ultimately had a face-to-face confrontation with him. I'm told that although he looks very much like the real deal, he's not an exact duplicate of him, something that Ron Glass, who worked with Vigoda for years, picked up on immediately. Despite the fact that Glass was confused by the awkward situation, the faux Goda kept up the pretense. When he finally walked away, Ron said to my source, what the hell was that all about? (laughs) Welcome to your new existence, Ron Glass. If you think that was odd, you ain't seen nothing yet. Reluctantly, next we come to Fred Trump, father of the American president-elect. I say reluctantly because, as listeners know, Mr. Trump Sr. tried to drag me into a war of words a few weeks back before his son won the election. He said I was part of the so-called liberal media that, according to him, was trying to sabotage Donald's chances at winning the White House. So, understandably, I'm uncomfortable about covering his activities on the report, but he keeps making waves in the next world, and that's what we chronicle, so here goes. According to multiple sources, Fred has been acting like the cock of the walk since his son was elected, driving around the afterlife in a car equipped with loudspeakers, bragging about being the father of the incoming president. Trump City the whites-only community he operates there has been festooned with red, white, and blue bunting and giant pictures of Donald everywhere. Now, a few of the people who have moved into the planned community have complained that Fred has started to be more than a bit autocratic, arbitrarily enforcing rules about decor and cleanliness that they consider excessive. I'm informed that there are as yet unconfirmed rumors that he is planning on instituting a public dress code for Trump City residents. Now that is causing some tenants to whisper that they will abandon their homes in the town. Now things are not at the rebellion state yet, but the trend doesn't look good. I will of course be keeping a close eye on this story as it develops. Lastly for this week, word making the rounds of the next world is that former lead singer for The Doors, Jim Morrison, who has invented himself as a gangster rapper, just issued a public challenge to Biggie Smalls and Tupac Shakur to have a rap battle with him. Biggie and Pac dissed Morrison's skills as a rapper a few weeks back after they attended a show by him and his bands, The Real Legends. Reportedly, Morrison was advised by his new manager, Jerry Heller, who previously guided NWA to superstardom, to not back off 
but take the two legends on. Word from Morrison's campus that Jim was reluctant to stir the pot, but Heller told him that backing off would cause him to lose street cred in the rap community. So far, there is no response to the challenge from either Biggie or Tupac. Okay, that's it. That's all I have for you for now. Time to lock up the Celebrity Afterlife Report studio for another week. I invite you to come back next week for another dose of up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. Between now and then, please help spread the word that the report can be heard via iTunes, in the Google Play Store, and on K-Chung Radio AM 1630 in Los Angeles. And of course, it's free no matter where you find it. I'm the Celebrity Medium. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. To ask a question about your favorite deceased celebrity, call 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-369-3732.